Blake and Lawson at the breakfast show. We are no. here live. I am in Quebeco. Can you hear me, Lawson? I can hear you, bro. You sound good. So. Okay, excellent. You're in. So Lawson's in Melbourne. I'm Shell in- is in Newcastle. I'm on. And I am in. I don't know where I'm at. I am in the woods. It's a little bit scary. Uh, it's been dark for about eight hours. We've been driving through snow. And we're somewhere in a in a real dark wooded forested area. I haven't seen a street light for a long time. Wow! But we're here and we're alive. And uh, so it was a little bit like I was like going into a scary movie, but we're alive. And uh, apparently, <laughs> you were you were fearing for your life for a little bit, thinking, "Wow, is you know, is this where <laughs> it comes to an end?" Um, but thankfully, you've you've waded through the icy. I see depths of the forest in Finland and you're all right. Praise God. Yeah. And it is icy and it is depth. A lot of depth for sure. Uh, it's, it's pretty, pretty wild times over here. Gotta be honest. Uh, we will talk about it more later on in the show, but the bus broke down. The uh, bus that was broke fun. Down. Bus broke down. There's about 40 people on the bus or maybe 35 people on the bus. And it was, it was a journey. It was that, a real journey. Can I ask a question? Does that pose like a serious risk because like it's so cold that... Yeah, it was freezing for sure. A hundred percent. We were really close to the airport, so it wasn't that scary because it was like, uh, you know, I can run to the bathroom if I need to mm-hmm. or uh, run to this really delicious oh, okay. Israeli food place. And that's what I'm thankful for. Israeli food. Very delicious. <laughs> Lawson, what are you thankful for? Um, I am, oh dude, I've got so much stuff to talk about, just how amazing it's been down here. But I got to say, I'm, I am thankful for vegan ice cream. I ate amazing vegan ice cream yesterday. It was a vegan ice cream sandwich. So you have two cookies with an ice cream in the middle. It was incredible. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Coming up on Faith FM, Australia joins France to jointly provide ammunition to Ukraine to help in the fight against Russia. Wild times over here. And you really feel it when you're here in Finland. Everyone's kind of talking about the world fighting Mm. against each other. And I, I didn't feel it as much as I did back when I was in Australia. You are listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. And we are going to have the first clue for the quiz that I have read out in about three weeks, and I'm scared, I'm, 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 I'm slowly losing my ability to be able to do radio, but it's, <laughs> it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me you should be as scared. we're getting in, uh, because that I should be scared because that means people are coming for my job. Uh, but <laughs> that's right. Hey, let's have our first clue for the quiz today. Who am I for 500 points? I told God I am angry enough to die. Oh, okay. This 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 person needs to do forgive to live, some kind of program like that. But this person told God they were angry enough to die. Now that's five hundred points. And if you if you get it on the five hundred pointer, you'll get the most amount of entries into the quiz. As we as we work our way through, the questions will get easier and easier. And maybe you want to save up some time, you know, just just to make sure. But, hey, I think you should just send it on the 500-pointer. And for our prizes today, well, this week, we have the Great Controversy DVD by Fountain View Academy, probably one of the best 
orchestra choirs in the world, as well as a Jesus at the helm 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. If you want to win either of those things, if you want to win not either, but both of those things, 0491-064-669 for 500 points. The clue was, I told God I am angry enough to die. That is a, I think there's a number of people in the Bible that I can think who have said that to either themselves or, or, you know, some, at some point to God as well, too. So that's, that's, uh, that's a tricky one. You got to really risk it. A number of people living currently, me to Blake, uh, you know, just, just all kinds of situations where, where that could pop up and happen. But hey, uh, we, this is surreal. I'm I'm down here in Melbourne tuned into Faith of Crazy. It's very and, surreal. And you're over there in Finland. This is this is incredible. Yeah, so I'm yeah, so man, we it, it was crazy. Like the the bus broke down this morning or it wasn't even this morning. I don't know. Time has just melted together. Who knows if it's morning or evening? I don't know what's happening. Uh we only have about 8 hours of sunlight here and maybe less. I'm not even sure. But there was a time when the sun was not down that the bus was not working. And then the sun was still not down. Oh, no, the sun went down and then the bus started working. Uh, so the, apparently there was like a kill switch or something that went went on into the, the that stopped the bus from happening. And then finally, it actually, it worked and it was all good. So uh, I'm just looking here. We've got uh, some guys coming into the studio here shortly, but uh, Morgan is going to join us in about 15 minutes uh, mm-hmm. for our segment for the interview. So mm-hmm. I'm just, they're just walking in from the snow right now and they look very cold, uh, but we are, we're not ready for that guys. We're, we're coming soon. We're coming <laughs> at you soon. Uh, yeah. Stay in the snow. Thank you. you. <laughs> stay outside. Stay outside <laughs> in the snow. No, you can come in. It's actually freezing cold out here. Lawson, tell me about Melbourne, man. Like, and I said it, Melbourne. I know I'm saying it the wrong way, but this is just how I'm doing it. Yeah, that's right. That's that's, you can say it that way because you're in another country right now, and you can't be persecuted by Australians. Oh well, actually, you're in another country with Australians, so you better watch your back. Um, But tell you guys about Melbourne. Melbourne is incredible. Well, it has been incredible, not because the city's amazing, even though the city is amazing. I've been really enjoying my time down here. Oh, but tell us what you really, I, tell us what you really think, Lawson. I, it's, uh, it's been the people that I've been spending time with down here as well. So essentially, oh. I, I got down here and I got off the plane on Friday. I immediately went to care group, our small group Bible study. I've been spending time with Gateway Church, which is, has multiple campuses down here. It's, it's a seven day Adventist church down here that they've got a city campus, an east campus, a west campus, and a north campus. And the north campus is called like Lighthouse Church. And I've just been hanging out with those guys. And I immediately went to care group, got off the plane, went to care group. The next day, I preached at Gateway East. And then the following week, uh, that was real holiday time, like no plans whatsoever. I posted up on Instagram like me eating some food down here in Melbourne. And then I just had people like texting me like, Hey, you're in Melbourne. Let's hang out. And so every day that week I had something to do, including on Thursday, a couple of weeks ago, dude, I got to hang out in this lady's garden and do gardening all day. I actually, I have some before and after <laughs> photos, like, cause she had gone to Vietnam. Wait, did you get paid or no? No, 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 we're friends. We're just, you know, I was doing it for fun. I, she had gone to Vietnam for two months and, and she had come back and we're in her greenhouse had weeds in it that were taller than me. 
Like they were just huge, like all these like stinging nettles and stuff. And she's like, Lawson, what I need you to do is go through and just pull out all the weeds. And it was the funnest thing ever because weeding takes no skill. Like I, I have just pause. I'm sorry. Did you just say that weeding is the funnest thing ever? Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It was so okay, good. I'm going to remember that when I have some weeding issues at my house, I'm going to call you up and be like, hey, remember the time on radio that you said that this was the most fun thing that you have ever done ever. And then I'm going to bring you to my house and I'm going to have you pull the weeds. I'm going to kick back my little lounge chair with my feet up and I'm going to say, have fun. And I'm going to claim forget. that I sustained a head injury and I don't remember that. Uh, but <laughs> listen, um, uh, it was really fun. And dude, we, we were pulling out, like there were some of the weeds were like taller than me, but we're pulling them all out. And in the beginning, it literally looked like a forest. And by the end, it looked like a greenhouse. So that was so fun. Then we had, then that, that time, uh, on, on Saturday, it was Chinese New Year Eve. So they had like a kind of special uh-huh. service at church. They had the regular service at first. And then afterwards, they did a Chinese service in Chinese. So I barely understood what was going on, but they were playing cool <laughs> instruments and they're talking about how Chinese history actually lines up with the Bible and how Chinese words have their origin, you know, from biblical things. It was really, really cool. And then afterwards, we had a I've Chinese New Year party and that was like, you know, it was like a bunch of families from church getting together and, and celebrating, you know, Chinese New Year. Uh, well, so they have a saying in Chinese New Year, which is Gong Si Fa Tai, uh, which is how they introduce and each we other. Say it all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. which basically yeah. it just means like, you know, good fortune and wealth to you this year. Um, and then following that, you know, then all the little kids, I'd say, Honba Na Lai, which means get, literally give me money. Um, and then the, the parents would give the money. Uh, but, you know, I think it was, we, we were doing it, but it was in an interesting sense. We were church people and, you know, we were just, um, yeah, having a great time, eating amazing food. And there was, a, I was in a house with 50 other people and I was the only Caucasian there. And it was amazing. Like I was so just loved on, which was great. And it, it was, it was like the best day ever. I was loving it. Then following that, um, I've been hanging out with the AFCO training. So amazing. Wait, hold on, Lawson. I just got to say, Wait, hold on. Lawson, I just gotta say, you put the Asian in Caucasian for sure. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. I was, I was in the midst, bro. I was deep. I was deep in the, in the heart of Chinese culture. Um, but it's interesting because I'm with church people. It's like Chinese history and culture blended with these people who have a deep love and respect for, for Jesus Christ. Like, so it, it was interesting. It was very interesting, but it was amazing. Then following that, uh, they started the AFCO's training, Amazing Facts College of Evangelism. I've been hanging out down here, got to, you know, hear some classes taught by John Ross and, and Dougie Bachelor. So it was, it was powerful stuff. And then following that, the last weekend, we've just had AYC, Australian Youth for Christ. It was powerful. The the theme was called by name. And there was, oh, how many? Like, I I believe there was up over 50, 50 to 100 people who made a decision to give their life to God for a year in service to him. So either as a Bible worker or as a missionary and AYC did a really good job of going through and following up those decisions and getting people's details. But yeah, over like, and this is all young people, I think in total, like in total registrants, so 600 people, young people at the conference and over a hundred of them 
over between 50 and 100, sorry, were, were convicted and committed to serving God in ministry for at least a year. And then there were many people making decisions for baptism, many people making decisions wow. to go into full-time ministry. It was powerful. I was there running the, the stage and sound. I was the stage sound liaison. And mm-hmm. on, on Saturday, I did 24,000 steps. So I was super busy just running around, running around, running around. But yeah, that's what I've been doing in Melbourne. I wish I had more time to talk about it. I, honestly, I could write a book about how, you know, what I've been up to down here. It's been such a blessing. Uh, and, and God has really been working. And so, so, so much so that I'm going to, I've actually extended my stay down here until uh, this coming Sunday. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Another question for the quiz. Here we go. You ready? Oh, it's a clue. It's not a question. Oh, it's a, it is a clue. Every it's, time it's this guy, clue. before you even know, before you even do that, though, I got to just say, I want to shout out to our listeners in Stanhope, New South Wales, 87.6. Thank you so much for listening. Also, Hayfield with an E, not an A for the horses, but a Hayfield like, hey, what's up? In Victoria, 87.6. Also, what's happening in Victoria is we will go ride. They're riding all the way from Melbourne to Curranbong. I don't know where they are exactly wow. right now, but we're going to update later on. These crazy guys are riding bikes to commemorate, commemorate, commemorate. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so Aussie. Oh, yeah, riding bikes over there, commemorate. Mm. Uh, they're commemorating their ride to Curranbong about these men over 100 years ago who were riding bikes and spreading the gospel there in Australia. So we're going to get an update from them a little bit later on. We also got Morgan coming in to give us an update from Koivako Koivako here in Finland. And now we need some quiz clues because that one clue, I think a couple people actually got the answer right. Hold on. While you're getting ready with that clue, uh, Bruce and Liz, you got the answer correct. Oh, Freco, no. Wrong one. Ouch. Good try. Karen, yes. Brayden, no. Kathleen, yes. And then Julia, yes, as well, too. Okay, so we've got no's, we've got yeses. It's a journey, but we're going to get there. All right, hit it, Lawson. You'd actually know the answer to this quiz if you were at the AFCO, the Amazing Facts College of Evangelism training on Wednesday because Doug Batchelor taught about this person. So you'd know the answer. But if you weren't there, then sorry, you don't know. Uh, 400 point clue. Here we go. I said, I have been banished from your site, yet I will look again toward your temple. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. You can win the Great Controversy Fountain View DVD, an amazing, awesome concert slash historical journey through history incredible, as well as Jesus at the helm, 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. We'll give those to you absolutely for free. You just need to get into the draw. And how do you get in the draw? You answer these clues correctly. So 0491-064-669. That one's for 400 points. Now, Blake, I've done my little Melbourne update. What's what's happening in What's happening in Finland? Well, okay, I'm going to do a double, kind of a double tap here. Mm-hmm. We have... Just so you know, I, I, I didn't realize the reality of what's happening here, but 
I'm going to do the news and an update here in Finland. So the news oh. that I want to share this morning is Australia has actually joined forces with France. 18 months ago, there was a cancellation of Australia's submarine contract. I don't know if you remember that or not, but yep. that was kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And this kind of made relationship with Ukraine and with France not so good. So it was kind of a problem. But now Australia has joined forces with France to jointly provide ammunition for uh, to Ukraine for the fight against Russia. And the reason that is so interesting to me uh, is that Australia is now going to partner with France to produce, quote, several thousand rounds of ammunition for Ukraine's armed forces as it struggles to defend itself against Russia's invasion. And the announcement was made in a diplomatic meeting in Paris on Monday between Foreign Minister Penny Wong and Defense Minister Richard Marles and their French counterparts. So the plans unveiling comes as the nations rebuild a relationship that hit rock bottom only 18 months ago following the cancellation of Australia's submarine contract. For me, this is very interesting because before, you know, you hear about this stuff and it's like world events that are some faraway place that you don't really, doesn't really impact you. Mm. Because, you know, when you're in Australia, everything is far away. Literally, mm-hmm. even New Zealand mm-hmm. is far away, right? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're listening or not, but even even New Zealand is far away when you're in Australia. Mm-hmm. But when you're here in Finland, you can feel it. You know, the people are talking about what's happening in Russia. They're talking mm-hmm. about the, the tension between Ukraine and Russia as well, too. I mean, literally, Finland is on the border of Russia. It's, it's pretty crazy. And yeah. I, I just learned this today that all of Russia's armed forces that were stationed basically on the border of Finland, they've been removed to go and fight the fight in Ukraine. And then Finland has now attempted with Sweden to join forces with NATO. And then mm. Turkey kind of blockaded that. And now there's like this real tension between Finland and uh, Turkey and also Sweden and Turkey and then now Russia and Turkey. And I've had a couple conversations with people here in Finland about like, what do you think about is there going to be a world war? And, you know, in Australia, you hear, oh, there's conflict between Russia and Ukraine. And, you know, there's conflict between Russia and Ukraine. But when you're here, and you are talking with different people around, the tension is very different. And it, it does make you kind of think, what is this going to lead to? What are the next steps that are actually going to take place? Mm-hmm. And so that that was something that's kind of been heavy on my heart, thinking about, like, is this a possibility? And I kind of look back at World War II. I look back at World War One, And there was a conflict that was taking place for a while before mm-hmm. everyone else got involved. Yeah, and I true. feel like that kind of tension is happening here in Finland. Again, at least that's what was happening when I was talking to people in Helsinki, and uh, which is kind of the, I think it's the capital of Finland. If it's not the capital, oh, I'm getting a thumbs up. It's the capital. It's definitely the biggest city. <laughs> sure, but it's the capital here in Finland. And I was surprised at the amount of conversation that I have with just different people about the tension between Russia and Finland yeah. and NATO and Sweden and Turkey. And you start hearing multiple different countries thrown in the mix. And now you're hearing France and Australia arming Ukraine, uh, you know, sending weapons ammunition over. It just kind of starts, the dialogue starts to build up and you start to go, huh, maybe this is building up to something more. Now we know from Matthew chapter 24, 
that there will be wars and rumors of wars, and those will only increase as we move closer to the second coming of Jesus. And so I guess for the first time in my life, I'm kind of right on the border or right near something that's really impactful mm. uh, in terms of like a global conflict. And mm. even though it hasn't happened, I'm not saying it's happening yet. I'm just saying, oh, this is a different kind of vibe than when you're down in Australia catching mm. waves on the beach. It's yeah. just a... It's a lot of, it's a very, very different vibe, unless you're in Melbourne. I think, and I, I don't, I don't uh, think no, no, but, you know, Melbourne, Melbourne's, Melbourne's pretty, pretty chill at the moment as well. I think that we can really see shadows of why Europe became such a powerhouse in the medieval age. And that's just the fact that all the countries border each other. And if there's a war in one location, it becomes a, you know, Every every country jumps in, and and that's more and more so. Like what led to World War One is just the fact that the technology was getting better, the world is getting smaller and smaller, and so if one country in Europe goes to war, every other country gets it, it get, gets in on it, and so we're seeing shadows of the medieval age of those conflicts. We're seeing shadows of particularly you know post industrial age Europe, and now it's it's getting scary because if things you know, from the medieval age now and through that history, it was like the closer the world got, the better the technology got, the faster these oh. things could develop. Now it's like, oh man, you know, we're, we're almost a, a year into the Russia-Ukraine conflict and everyone's arming up. Everyone's get re- getting ready. Each of these European countries are getting ready to go to war. So, you know, where it's been, it's it been took 30 for years sure. for World War One, where it took 20 years for World War Two. Will it will it even need to take that amount of time for this this war coming? Global conflict for sure. I do want to say that those ties between Australia and France were back in twenty twenty one that they hit rock bottom because Australia chose American subs yeah. over just want to throw that out there. <laughs> not saying anything about it. I'm just like, eh, just American subs. But we're working on building relations back with France here, uh, as we're uniting with uh, Ukraine in the in this conflict which is it's just wild it's just every all the countries are basically aligning themselves one way or the other you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different i'm coming in from melbourne which is you know kind of far away from the studio we've got blake coming in from finland which is very far away from the studio but we are doing our best to get you the best most amazing positively different Breakfast Radio. We have another clue for the quiz for 300 points. I Give me told the clue. A, I told a group of men I was the cause of their strife. That's kind of an interesting situation. Imagine being like everyone's problem and they don't know it's you. And then you're like, oh, actually, it's me. It's I'm, I'm the problem. And then, uh, yeah, following this, some pretty dramatic things took place. But hey, 0491 for 300 points. I told a group of men I was the cause of their strife. If you know the answer, you'll get in for the great controversy, Fountain View DVD, amazing historical concert, incredible, as well as Jesus at the Helm, a 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. 491 Lawson, you always get me amped up. Just like every time I'm here, I'm just getting riled up. I know. You're doing a great job with that. (laughs) And also, talking about getting riled up, I'm here riled up and excited here with Morgan Vincent. Morgan, how are you? 
Yeah, I'm great. Going great, Lee. <laughs> okay, you're awake now because I'm pretty sure you're just taking a nap there one second ago. Yeah, look, it's it's been a long period of time. <laughs> period of time because I don't know, I don't know what time of day it is or anything. But. No, it's Finland. We're not sure uh, about anything anymore. Uh, it's kind of near the Northern Lights, and I'm pretty sure that the whole time frame just does its own thing out here. So we're near Mikkeli, I think it is, and we got Levi here in the studio with us. How far away are we from? We're two hours from the border of Russia. Mm. Just two hours. We were talking about earlier in the show, just kind of the tension that I was feeling in Helsinki about the conversations about the war uh, happening between Ukraine and Russia and how that's going to impact Finland and really the rest of the world moving forward as well, too. Apparently, they used to have from Helsinki. You could take like uh, a ship or or a little ferry, I guess it was, to Saint Petersburg. Can't do that anymore. Well, at least not without having some struggles. So it's kind of mm. very different world that we're living in. now. You guys left Sydney about forty eight hours ago. We're close to yeah, that. Yeah, is it forty eight hours? Yeah, it'd be about forty eight hours ago. So yeah. you've been traveling nonstop. For 48 hours. For two days, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. days straight. So you're well-rested. You feel great. I feel as alive as I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, just because it's so cold here. <laughs> it's it's a funny thing. Like, adrenaline is a, is a really funny thing because um, it's, it's literally all I'm going on. It's literally all I'm going off. Yeah, no, for sure. Your eyes are definitely uh, stunk. And I'm pretty I'm pretty wrecked myself. But I was, I've been in Helsinki catching up because i knew i had to do this you yeah. probably didn't know you had to do this no uh and that's the beauty of it right so we like to catch people off guard and on their toes so walk us through the process how you got here and with you had a whole group yeah yeah, yeah. So a whole group of people so yeah, you started so, you started in current you know you started at the vincent villa vincent villa yeah yeah that's right so where we live here we go here we go so sunday sunday morning uh, send out another message to the group, you know, reminding them of, you know, this is the day we travel. Uh, and so then, yeah, left, left home at, at 10 a.m., uh, got to the train station at Morissette, you know, at 10.15, bought a 10.30 train, got down to the airport. And, and then by this stage, you know, there's, there's about 25 of us there at the airport. And so that's, that's a bit of a buzz, you know, the fact that, okay, it's like, okay, this thing's actually happening. There's 25 people now. And, and then from there, it's like, yep, you know, checking in and they're getting boarding passes and checking their bags in and, you know, it's, it's getting exciting. And then it's like, oh, we've got an eight hour flight to Singapore. So that's the first lane. Yeah. Eight hour flight to Singapore. We break for about an hour there for a layover, which is not a break when you're in a layover. A one yeah. hour is not a break. It's, it's you running. Yeah. From one plane to the other. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, I remember thinking to myself, I've got plenty of time in Singapore. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I got to run to get my other plane. You know? yeah. So a one hour layover is not a layover. It's not a rest. It's a sprint mm. to get to the next plane. But you made it. We did. We did. So then from there, we had 14 hours to London. So that was, so that was pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, that was brutal. Um, and, yeah, that, that happened. I, I managed to get a bit of sleep, which was great. Um, it's just, it's just not fun. Like if I'm being really honest, but you know, we always have in the back of our mind, you know, this is where we're going and you know, we've always kind of got the, the end in sight, if you will. So then, did you all ride the same plane? 
Yeah, all twenty five of us. Just you basically booked a. You could have. You could have chartered a private jet. You yeah, almost did. Almost. You almost did with <laughs> yeah. twenty five people. Okay. Yeah, it was. You, you could look around and it's like, oh, yep, no, this person. Oh, yep, 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 yep. And so we could see our group members there. Once we got to London, uh, we we had a, about four hours there of waiting, uh, and a few more joined our, our group from there. So now we're up to about twenty eight. Okay. Then, oh, so you picked up some crew members? Yeah, okay. yeah. Some people were already traveling in, in, you know, throughout the United Kingdom. So then they joined in in London. Okay. Then twenty eight of us boarding the flight from London to Helsinki, and yeah, then it's from there. It's just like it's literally game on because as we land, as twenty eight of us land, there's about another seven or eight that are in Finland, yourself included, and from there it's like. Oh wow! Like this is the I'm going to use the word. This is the galvanizing moment where everyone's coming together, and then we push 35. There's 35 people. 35 people. Then you know we're all collecting our bags and we're heading outside and, and it's oh okay it's it's drastically cold here compared to. It was actually a warm day. Well, yeah, yeah, and for Finland. Yeah, it was like a warm. So basically, for our listeners to understand, a warm Finnish day is the coldest day you've ever experienced in Australia by far, right? So, and then some. <laughs> so I walk. I, I did the same thing. I walked out when I arrived a few days ago. It was snowing like hard. In fact, I had to get an Uber to to where I was staying in Helsinki. But the Uber they give you the. Uh, what's it called? The, the registration plate. No, the license plate on the front of the, of the car. You can't see. Um, you can't see yeah, the, because of the snow. So I was going around looking behind all the cars going, is this the right car? Is this the right car? Is this the right car? And then guys are like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I'm that's, just checking for the license plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then we, we get there. We, uh, we, I meet you guys there, uh, mm. in the right as you come through. It was a glorious moment when our eyes met and you just came through you the door. You mean doors. our eyes? Yeah, like me and you. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, this is incredible. Yeah, I was like, yeah. there's a man in a raccoon hat. <laughs> Absolutely. So then we we go and get on the bus. And normally what we would do, right, is we would drive the bus. But did that happen? Um, yeah, it, it happened for about two seconds in reverse. Hmm. Um, yeah, we had a few technical difficulties, uh, or mechanical, I should say. Difficulties with the bus. Um, that was probably, I'm going to say maybe an hour. It felt like two. Just yeah. So we're all waiting on the bus. And <laughs> I was, I was breaking into a sweat. <laughs> so it definitely felt like more than it, an hour. Um, it's a remarkable thing because, you know, Moses led millions of people <laughs> through the wilderness and they complained. Um, and here, even just for an hour on the bus, you know, there was, there were a few people complaining. When are we leaving? Why is the bus not going? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a mechanic. But you're the leader. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. Yeah. This is how leadership works. Just a quick rundown. When something goes well, the team has done a great job. Mm. When anything goes wrong, it's your fault always. Never yeah. forget that. That's leadership. It seemed to be, yeah. yeah. And that's how it always works. Because you're not even a mechanic. But you, the, as soon as a bus breaks down, you're the reason that the bus is not starting. And that's how yeah. it works. I, I hate to break it. When to are you. we going to get there? So, but no, look, that, that was fine. It was just some good, good team building moments. Uh, <laughs> good and then, positive leadership right there from Morgan Vincent. Yeah. Then, you know, then from there we're on our way and uh, it was great. We, the, the trip, well, let's just call it a three hour bus ride. 
it was split in half because halfway through we stopped off at this kind of warehouse place where we were met by a, a Finnish man. And Who he did was, not speak English. No. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Not even a little bit. No. Because he came and talked to me for a while in Finnish. And, and I was, was like, like uh, he knows. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. So he, he loaded our, our, our bus up uh, with, with food supplies, which was great. And so we had this line of about 20 people were just kind of, you know, making this, this line where passing food down and from one to the other. And so, yeah, look, they, they made some insignificant moments, but I think when, when you're looking at a team of, of, you know, the better part of 35 people that have never been together before and half the people have never met each other before, like they are really good team building moments where, you know, it's like you're passing things, you're making jokes and getting to know each other on the bus. And so, yeah, that, that happened. And then, yeah, hour and a half later, we did the second half of the bus trip, arrived at Koivico, and yeah, it's like, this is it. Set up the radio station, and we're yeah. here. That's what we're, we're doing. We're here. And it just happened. Yeah, the better part of, of 48 hours later, yeah, we're here. Okay, so that's the journey of how we got here. What are we doing here? This is what I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah, no, look, and and I'm I'm glad that I know why we're here, because it made the last 48 hours bearable. Okay. Um, Help it make, make it bearable <laughs> for me. <laughs> Look, I think there's probably, there's probably three, maybe four, four key, key things that come to mind of, you know, why we're doing a mission trip, uh, literally on the other side of the world. First and foremost, um, the, the Koivico Lifestyle Center, uh, we're here to, I guess, do some, you know, renovating, um, some, you know, uh, upscale to some of the buildings, um, to, yeah, give them facilities that they're able to use in a more functional way. So that's kind of one of the very practical ways that uh, is the reason why we're here. The second one is uh, we will be involved in, um, you know, community outreach and service. Uh, and so that's, again, another thing where for, for many of the people here, it's the first time they're doing any kind of an outreach of getting to know people in the local area how does that happen when we only speak English and they really only speak Finnish? And don't forget the like three feet of snow they got to walk through to get to true. those places as well yeah. too. So I was thinking yeah. about like community outreach is difficult as it is when you have to walk across the grass, mm. but now you got to walk across the grass with like a whole bunch of snow up to your, your feet or up to your knees in some places as well too. Yeah. So that's the second. Uh, the third is, uh, it, it's going to be an educational trip uh, in the sense of giving us an insight into what's it like um, being in another country that's that's in many ways different, but in many ways it's same the same. But also, you know, what's it like to to be ministering to serving in in a country like Finland where it seems to have everything. Uh, it, it, it's it's a well off country in many ways, but yet there are there are tangible needs that we're able to in in a small way. Um, help and, and reach to. And then the fourth thing is fun. <laughs> we're having fun as well, yeah. too. I love it. Okay. Well, we were talking to Mikhail who planted the Oikos house, uh, house church here in Helsinki. There. Yeah. I think we're, we're going to go there, I think in two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. But, oh, they're sorry. No, their, their Oikos house is actually going oh. to Koivako in Mikkeli, right? Uh, so, and we're from Helsinki. What are we? Three hours, probably three hour drive, roughly. Uh, maybe maybe a little less, but uh, three hours if you have to stop and um, get supplies for thirty five people. But <laughs> so we're here. We're going through this whole process of getting everything ready. 
I just want to touch on how you feel right now. Um, what are, what are the emotions you're going through? Yeah, look, that's, you're the leader. Um, what, what's your, what, what's Moses feeling? I like I feel tired, but I feel really, I feel really happy. Okay, I, I may not look it right now. <laughs> like, and that's okay because I wasn't going to say it because radio. <laughs> you look good to me. Um, <laughs> But no, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's a pretty special thing just to kind of stand back and watch people who've never met before just striking up really good conversations with each other and, you know, sharing about their own personal walk with God and, um, what they're looking forward to about the trip. And you just think, where on earth do you have an opportunity to have that? You know, it, it's a pretty special thing just to kind of yeah, step back, as I said, and just witness and take it all in, you know, because, this is going to be, you know, a two and a half week trip that is quite literally going to change the lives of uh, not just the people coming on the trip, but other people um, changing their eternal destiny. Like th- this trip is literally going to be, it's, it, that's the scale of, of which it's on. So it's, it's pretty life changing. So you're tired and happy mm-hmm. because you know that it's all worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So last 48 hours of pretty intense yeah, because then I'm travel. Like, then I'm like, oh, that makes if sense. we unwind all this, then there's 48 hours getting back to my own bed. Like, it's like, oh. We, we, Don't we, think we, about we, that. Don't think about but, that. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, really happy, very excited. Um, and yeah, kind of it's the unknown as well of being, man, like I've never been in a country like this. So. Well, thank you, Morgan, for being on here with us. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.